Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the greatest show on Earth. My name is Avery Dufresne, and I am 11 years old. I am back from rehab and I'm ready for some stories. I have a few of my own, like train hopping with blind hobos, eating raccoon fried in a tin can, stealing candles from the church to heat a pup tent, you know, basic stuff, but we'll get to that later. This is a super story series, where we take a trip to the heights and hear a tale of its colorful citizens. Beautifully narrated by Lord Macadow Barry Terrycloth III, let the story begin. Part 1. The Taking of Border City. In 1599, when the Ottoman Turks joined King James's plan to empty his prisons, they were not motivated by politics, but by necessity. The Turks were without question, the greatest slave traders in the world at that time. Not only were they masters of capture, transporting and bartering, but they were superior in their ability to grade slaves using a primitive form of eugenics. World attitudes had begun to shift, with most countries rejecting slavery and all its trappings, including providing safe havens for international slave traders. The Turks were looking for ways to hide their slaves until they could provide safe passage to their illicit customers. The Turks favored Africans and some Middle Easterners as slaves as they felt they were of the best stock for slavery due to their ability to work out in the sun for much longer than European slaves. They scoured the globe acquiring the best of the best slaves from Africa, or of African descent, and even some highly prized Aboriginal tribes, and they spent a fortune to do it, an investment too big to fail. The Turks wanted to use the drop spots as storage for their slaves, with the ability to retrieve the slaves at their discretion. England had other plans and a war with the Ottomans broke out lasting several years and stranding so many of the Turks unsold slaves that it effectively bankrupted the Ottoman Empire. They were soon after defeated by the British. When the slaves arrived in the heights they were generally referred to as people of color, yet over time they were given the name Melanors, as a nod to their darker skin. Since most of the Heights' first inhabitants were criminals, undesirables and or religiously persecuted the slaves were not treated as slaves but as free men and were allowed to assimilate, into the society. Racism, by American standards, is non-existent in the Heights. Hatred for others in the Heights is primarily, cultural or class-based rather than by skin color. There is no shortage of derogatory words for every type of person in the heights, but rarely are there collective groups who solely practice hate for others. However, in the beginning, negative attitudes that the cast-offs had toward women and racial groups when they arrived in the heights were prevalent. Those existing prejudices forced most ethnic groups to stick together for strength and safety. Especially in the case of the Melanors, as more people of color were deposited in the heights from all different social classes, they began to find their way to the international port of the heights. Border City While there are Melanors, sparsely populated throughout the heights, the majority of Melanors live in, and around Border City. Also referred to as New Harlem by the underworld, the population of Border City has quadrupled, with the majority of those citizens being Melanor. 
Hasselberg and Swapoda, are the major import and export parishes in the Heights. Billions in goods and services are shuffled through their thousands of docks, 24 hours a day. Most of the Melanor population came to Border City to earn a legal living in one of the many industries that support the Superway and the Heights border security. While most Melanos are law-abiding, several dangerous gangs emerged from the population influx, starting with the oldest Melanor gang in the Heights, Brewery's Finest, a well-organized, efficient gang of Jamaican countrymen who control most of the crime in Brewbury, but they hold power throughout all of Border City. Started over 40 years ago by illegal immigrant and fugitive gangster, Jean-Luc Barbecue Baptiste, the gang is now run by his ex-bodyguard, and protégé, John Henry Fish. A soft-spoken, lifelong criminal with a cunning nature. He got his start smuggling contraband inside Redfin Tuna when he worked as a wharf foreman. He amassed a fortune and forged Leelong criminal friendships and that afforded him the muscle to start his own crime outfit, Brewbury's Finest. The name is the leftover from Barbecue's tenure as boss of the gang. And carries no meaning or value to Kingfish. He is the most powerful gang leader in all of Border City. His Brewbury's Finest gang specializes in smuggling goods and services, through their lucrative underground network. As the most powerful gang in Border City, all of the other gangs rely on Brewbury's Finest to protect them from law enforcement and prosecution. Which they do through bribes, payoffs and intimidation of elected officials, judges and officers of the law. Kingfish is respected in the community because he regulates the criminal element in Border City and keeps a general peace in the streets. He has been known to throw an enemy to the officers on occasion to give them something to do from time to time. Operating out of Brewbury Parish, they are rumored to have been responsible for the deaths of over 500 victims. But none have been proven, which is a detail Kingfish never hesitates to brag about to his officer minions. An absolute man of the people. But especially to all Melanors he is generous, he is known to hand out thousands of quent to strangers, he runs hundreds of soup kitchens, job training centers and multifamily duplexes that offer free rent to the needy. Kingfish is beloved and respected in Border City, his word is law. Of the four major gangs in the region, all must consult Kingfish before they start any criminal activity or risk the wrath of Brewbury's finest. This concludes part one of the taking of Border City, a Heights story. Tune in next time to hear about the Consortium, the Black Company and the dreaded Praetorians. On the next, the next Super, Super Story, story series. series. I have been your humble, yet supremely, competent narrator, Lord Macadel Barry Terrycloth III, bidding you and yours. A smashingly, a smashingly good night. Good night.